Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Some guy drew a picture of me talking into a toaster. It's that is funny. exactly what you sound like, yeah. Well, I come on, I don't really sound like you. Do I sound any better over Skype, or does it sound just as bad? It sounds just as bad. Oh, God, that hurts. Actually, that no, hurts it doesn't, so it doesn't, it doesn't, you know. You sound, um... Do I sound more manly? over Skype, but that's... But not in a good way. See, see what's going to happen is I'm going to get this new mic. And everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, it doesn't even sound like like Sips anymore." And then I'm gonna lose all my subscribers in one day, and then the whole thing is just gonna get flushed down the um, toilet. Yeah, that might not happen. It might go the other way though. They might be like, "Oh, thank God, Sips isn't talking into a toaster anymore." You know, I'm gonna tell my friends about him. Hello and welcome to Simon, do you want to answer some questions? Um, what is what is it you're doing? Are these questions for Sips? Yeah. Yeah. Sips interview. Yeah. An evening with Sips. Yeah. An evening with Sips. Why are you singing Annie Lennox for an evening with Sips? It's a good song, isn't it, though? It's it is, song. isn't it? I think it fits an evening with Sips. It is a pretty good song, actually. <laughs> it's one of those ones that you're so embarrassed to sing. Like, But if you're in your car and your windows are all done up, you like just belt it out. It's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. God, I've, I, I do enjoy doing that. Okay. Guilty pleasure. Yeah. Hit us with the question, Sips. Alright, hang on, let me just get a question. Okay. I, I, would, have, I would have hoped you'd done a little bit more preparation. Uh, I've done none. I'm, I'm actually just going to, like, uh, I wish my, my mouse wheel scrolled, like, you know, like I could, like, spin it like a roulette table or something, and it would just, like, slowly slow Land down and then question. stop on a question. That'd be great. But I kind of imagine you rummaging around in a big, kind of, um, like, big yellow thread sack, you know, of questions. Um, you know, a quite rough wool sack, usually sort of used to hold hay uh, or grain. It's more, it's more like um, putting like a, a big industrial strength rubber glove on and putting it into like a toilet that's just like full of <laughs> of all sorts of like poo and and everything, and then hoping hoping that you'll rummage around in there and like find a diamond. 
There's no diamonds. There's no diamonds no. in that toilet. You're more likely to find a cotton bud. Or like, um... Oh god, I don't want to think of what you might find. A tampon. That's what you were thinking. <laughs> a tampon. Get the question quickly. Okay, I'm just scrolling down. I'm I'm getting them all loaded so I can just... Um... How many are there? God, it's taking you like 10 minutes. There's to... 420. What? Oh, good lord. Sips, we've only got like half an hour. We can't do 420. I know, I know. We're not going to do them all now. What? 420 asks Sips a question every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there's 422. But close, close. Um, a lot of them are unanswerable. Um, they're just things like... Oh, good. Oh my god, why are you the best? Skip those. There you we go. can we can answer that one though. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. All right. It's more of a statement, really, isn't it? It it's is. A kind of, yeah. question. Um. All right. Let's let's try this one. Sips, have you ever considered running for leader of Canada? I'm English, but I'd still vote for you! Exclamation mark. And that was from Zav the Mod. That okay. that was his question. That's a good question. So first of all, I, I don't think he could vote, because um, I don't think that's how it works at all, mm, actually. But are you a Canadian citizen? Have you got dual citizen, citizenship? Citizenship? <laughs> citizen. Have you got dual citizenship? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. So oh. I could. How does that work? It's like the back half of your passport Canadian and the front half... England. What? And you have to like turn them upside down. The bottom half of Sips is Canadian. Yeah, that's what. That's no, what... no, it's like on the born identity. I I have a different name in Canada than I do in England. And when I travel around, like across the world, I have like seven different passports. Oh my god, you're like Jason Bourne. Yeah. Yeah, exactly like that. What are your other names, Sips, in other countries? I was lying. I don't have other names. I but I oh. have. I I don't even have multiple passports that's... actually. Are your Sorry. other names like anagrams of Sips? Um, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't think of any. Uh, uh, yeah. I can only think of one. And maybe, maybe it would be inappropriate on a passport. Although, you know, you can do a lot of stuff with Deadpool these days. What would you change your name to, though, Sips? If you, if you, you know, had an opportunity. And also, did you keep your? Um, Made? Did you, when you married your wife, did you change name to her name? Did you keep your name? maiden name? Yeah. Did you keep your maiden what? name? Did I keep my? Yeah. I. <laughs> I think if I could rename myself, I would change my name to Ronald Schwarzenegger because I think it's better than Arnold. I think Ronald's a better name. I think it goes better with his last name too. And um. It's and more I would, American. I would make it a point. It is. Ronald. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ronald. You can see that, but but I mean, wouldn't he go a step further though and call himself Ronald Sports or something like that? You know, shorten it even further so it's even less kind of Germanic. Um, no, I, I quite American like the Schwarzenegger. Next. I think, I think it's, I think it adds character to the name. You like, I you like the end bit? Okay. I don't know. I just, I'm, I just, I'm not sold on Arnold. I think. I think it's difficult to spell, you know? I think I think on a, on a modern day, you know, in a modern environment, people would look up his name, they wouldn't be able to spell it, they'd just give up. You know, you have to have something that's easy to spell, to market yourself. I don't know, I mean, he's done pretty good. Like all those, like, 1980s action movies. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you just see his name plastered across the whole screen, because, like, it barely fit on, like, 
I don't even know if they could fit the whole thing on most of the time, but but it looked cool. It's like two Zeds in there. I think there's at least two, and there's like a, a Q as well in there. Uh, it's like a high score in Scrabble. The original question was, what I, have I ever considered running for leader of Canada? But like, how do you even how how do people even like decide that that's what they want to do? Like, I'm sure everybody kind of thinks, like, at some point, oh, God, yeah, I'd love to, like, run the country. There's, like, a form that you fill in at the post office. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be the leader. you got to get passport photos. Yeah, it's it's a lot of hassle. You have to fill out this form. It's a couple of pages long. You know, you have to buy stamps and you have to post it. <sighs> a lot of people don't bother with the hassle. Do you think there's, like, a like some kind of interview or something where they're like, so what makes you think you'd be a good good leader of Canada? I don't know. I mean, who decides that? Who does the interview? The old leader? Or, like... You know who decides? The Illuminati. Uh, Those are the people come who on. decides. Come the on. smoking man. The Canadian <laughs> Illuminati. The Canadian Illuminati, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The Illuminati A. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Very nice. Very well nice. done. Well done. I I tip my hat. I doff my hat to you, good sir. So the the Illuminati A are in control of Canada behind the scenes, and they just put a puppet leader. So I guess that that begs the question: If you knew you were going to be a puppet leader, would you still like want to be one? Like, would you, or maybe you'd just be like scared into it? Like they would just threaten to like break your kneecaps or something. Puppet leader. Well, like like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Someone in charge of other puppets. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, like you just get up there and you, you were you were a muppet and you were in charge of like a big country. Um, yeah, that would be that would be nice. That that would be good. I would uh, outlaw bacon first of all. Um, well, Kermit would because of Miss Piggy. <laughs> yeah, want to make sure she was she was safe. I don't know. I don't think Kermit even really likes her though. No, oh, he does. You can see it in his eyes. You can see it in his smile. He probably like when he goes backstage after like hosting the Muppet Show. He probably just like cries himself to sleep. <laughs> yeah, just holds him. Just like he's just like kneeling in in the in the in the shower, crying, and the, and the shower is cold, holding himself. He hates his life. Poor Kermit. Oh God. He's got like a pair of like um, cloth scissors, and he's gonna like cut his wrists. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Why is he so depressed? Well, I guess he's got he's got a man's fist up his ass. Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a man's fist up his ass, and the only woman he finds him attractive is literally a pig, <laughs> and a really annoying one as well. What would you prefer, though, being being loved by by a pig, an annoying pig, or if you had to choose, would it be being loved by the annoying pig, or having a man's fist up your ass? If those were the only two options. God, what? God, no. It's a hard one, isn't it? The only one who loves you is a pig. Or permanently having a man's fist. It's kind of like, like an insufferable pig, though. Not just like, not like a normal pig. An insufferable pig. Okay. A pig uh, you absolutely can't stand. 
Yeah, like you yeah. literally want to just gouge your eyes out, like right in front of her every time she talks to you. Well, I mean, the choice is obvious, isn't it? The choice is obvious. Yeah, that's the pig. Pass me the cloth scissors. Any- <laughs> I'll just, I'll just end it. Oh, man, poor Kermit. God. He's got a, he's got a pretty terrible life. All right, well, that was that was question one. That was from Zav the Mod. Oh, Christ. So I'm going to close that, <laughs> that one. That was one. That was that one. That was one. We've only got 421 left to go. Okay. Uh, let me find another. Roses asks... Do you actually enjoy getting all these questions? Question mark. Um, yeah, I, I guess I do. I, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of questions. But um, what do you guys think? Do you guys get like getting asked a lot of questions? You guys must get asked a lot of questions. Hmm, an awful lot. Uh, I, I can't get enough of getting asked questions. I can't get enough of it. I love it. I love questions. <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> Simon? Uh, well, I don't even want to answer this question, so that probably explains my attitude. Okay. He doesn't like questions. So you, you, you don't like questions? I remember being asked questions at school and at job interviews. The questions are just a pain in the arse, aren't they? Do, in, um, in like English schools, like in, do, do they ask you questions like, where you have to like answer in front of the class, like if you're like sleeping or something, they try to catch you out. Do they do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah school. Do. School. School's always the same. All right. Well, there's not really much else we can do with this question. Um, <laughs> no. It probably wasn't the best. It's a broad one. It's a broad one. It's a broad one. But, you know, I, I randomly picked it. And it, that is good. That's a quick one. That's another one off the list now. Okay, good. Let's get let's let's make some progress. Let's get through some of these. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's like it's like grinding. We're grinding. All right. Um, well, this one isn't a question. Tick from Pajotrimajkaj. Uh, I, I can't I can't pronounce that. Pajotrimajkaj. I would love to see I would love to see a sexy picture on you IRL. It would make me. Dot dot smile. Dot 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 dot. A sexy picture on you. Yeah, so not a not a sexy picture of me. Just any sexy picture on me. So like a picture of like uh, Edward from Twilight, kind of like sellotape to your bicep. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, or Miss Miss Piggy maybe in in one of her more ooh. provocative numbers. So any. Vaguely alluring image taped arbitrarily to anywhere on your body. Well, we can't just okay. limit it to being taped. It could be staples. Uh, blue tack. It could be uh, crazy glued. Yeah. Crazy glue. What's that, Sips? We could use that crazy bonding stuff that you like. You use like up between your heatsink and your processor to put the picture. Oh my on god! Me. What? Why not, Simon? Why not? Thermal paste. I don't think it's actually very sticky thermal paste. It's not. It's kind of just. Yeah, we just we'll heat it up. We'll heat it up like really hot, and it'll start to stick. What's that cement stuff? That little cement glue stuff. 
He's the... Well, like, wood, wood no more nails. Oh, wait. Have you ever seen nails. that? No, no more nails? They can like lift a car with like a block of wood with no more nails on it. What the hell? I don't know if I'd want to stick a, a picture well, to it, you with it that. It makes you super strong. No, no, it doesn't <laughs> make you... You suddenly lift things up. No, no, like they... Yeah, it does. Um, uh, I don't even, I, I don't even want to explain it. They put like, they, they, they like glued a piece of wood to like the top of a car with no more nails. And then they used like some crane and they, they like, they grappled onto the piece of wood and picked up the whole car with like the piece of wood glued to it. I call bullshit on that though. I mean, the chemistry of that's pretty simple. What it does is it just like dissolves the, the top layer of the car and the wood and it kind of blends the like polymers together and then it like locks them in place with crap. So, you know, that way you can't simply separate it you know if you tried to get that piece of wood off that car you just basically take like a big hole off the roof you know or you just leave this terrible mark um so i mean it's not the most but then again if you nailed the bit of wood to the roof i suppose you'd leave massive nail holes anyway so i think i just blacked out actually i i don't know what i'm getting at yeah it's a pickle isn't it no it's okay it is an alternative to nails i don't know if it's like a really a good alternative to nails i don't think you can beat like a good old nail no, no. I mean, a nail. You know, it's practical. If you put a nail in the wall, you can hang stuff on the nail. You don't want to just like, like glue your paintings to the wall with no more nails, do you? And hey, you gotta have you know, like tools and stuff. Though. Do you guys have tools? Do you have like a toolbox? Yeah, I've got uh, a screwdriver, which I don't know where it is. <laughs> okay, that's not wow. a toolbox, but. Oh, um, I'll tell you what I want. I want a crowbar, like, out of Half-Life. And I, I sort of... I want it in, like, a glass case. And on the glass case, engraved, it says, In case of alien invasion, break glass. Wow. Uh, yeah. And I'd be like, shit, what do I break the glass with? I need a crowbar. And So underneath, I'll have a little crowbar on a little check. <laughs> like just a right. mini one. Will that be in a glass case as well? <laughs> and it'll say in case of in case of emergency. That'll be in a glass case, yeah. How thick is the glass though? It's really thick. It's okay, really well it's thick. gonna have to be bigger than like a mini crowbar. <laughs> it's like straight away that's not gonna work. It's okay, it's got a diamond on the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I'd imagine, Sips, you'd have, like, a big, massive bag of tools. Because you're a dad now, right? So you've got a double ladder in your garage, and you've got a massive tool shed. And No, I don't even... I don't have a garage. What the hell are you talking about? You've got, like, a lawnmower that you... It's, like, petrol, and you have to, you know, fill up. Yeah, like, one of those John Deere ones that you sit on. And, uh... And I have, like, one of those hats with, like, two <laughs> two-liter bottles of Diet Pepsi, like, attached to the side with straws into my mouth. And I just drive around on that lawnmower. <laughs> Not Duff Beer. Yeah. So while you're bumping up and down doing the um, lawn mowing, you can have a bit of, you know, Budweiser or whatever. Yeah. Diet Pepsi. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so that that was... I would love to see a sexy picture on you, IRL. <laughs> okay, how many is that done? It's three. Three. Just yes, three. three. All right. We're keeping count. Okay. 
We need some teaser photos of you, like photos of you in the dark with a very, very dim light source just glowing at like a corner of your face. No, 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 so no. We need, no, we're not like that. We need like hints of Sips's life, like like a picture of his his like the corner of his desk or something, you know, showing like. Yeah. I wonder where you were going with that. <laughs> a picture of his yeah, uh, or a picture of his car, or a picture of his garage uh, with all the tools. I don't, I don't have a garage. A picture of him riding the lawnmower. Um, Do you have beautiful hands? <laughs> picture me riding a horse. Just randomly riding a horse. Have you guys ever ridden a horse before? Uh, it's it's, it's kind of weird. I don't think I have, actually. <laughs> it's kind of weird. What did you say, Simon? Did you ask Sips if he had big hands? I asked if he had beautiful hands. Oh. Do you have beautiful hands? Well, they're normally like beautiful and soft, but for some reason right now I have like all these like scars on my knuckles. I think it's just like because it's really cold over here. And uh, it's dry. Yeah, you want to get some gloves, Sips? You want to get yourself a little pair of woolly mittens or something? Look after your little babby hands. Isotoners. I'm going to get some... Yeah. some um... Oh, you want, you want to look after your little hands there, Sips? You want to put a bit of mittens on? You need some of your baby's um, lotion. You need some of your baby some... lotion, Sips. <laughs> what? the lotion on its hands. <laughs> Or else it gets Sips Jr. pissing on you again. Oh my god. Oh god. It might be that. You're chapped from all of the nappy changing and all of the um, the body rubbing of changing the baby. I'm all chapped. So Poop Feast 420 is now six weeks old. Um, yeah, six weeks, yeah. Sorry? Poop Feast 420? Yeah, that's what Sips named his kid, yeah. Yeah, his middle name is 420. <laughs> is that what you've... <laughs> Baptized. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I know. In honor of the guy that donated so much money to the live stream. Oh god, I can imagine the vicar in the local church. And here we are gathered today in order to baptize the son of Sips. We dip his head into the fountain and we name him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father. Poop feast for twenty. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> Um, I have to admit something to you guys before I read more questions, though. I, um, I answered a question and said that I own a Greg's in the Isle of Wight. I spelt the Isle of Wight wrong, and I got about 50 questions back saying, Oh my god, I live in the Isle of Wight. There's no Greg's here, though. <laughs> so, um... Wow. So I thought I'd come clean. It's a small franchise. So, actually, in, in doing that, though, I could probably... That cancels out those questions, right? We don't have to answer those, because they're all based on a lie anyway. Incidentally, did you see that um, viral video about the Greg's uh, bag that interrupted that man, that interview, that important interview? Yeah. Yeah. We, I was, me and Simon were watching that. Oh, God, that was brilliant, wasn't it? We were just laughing and watching it over and over and over again. Yeah, when we were, we were watching Pat play um, It Star was Wars. possibly the funniest viral video I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, good lord. That tickled me. 
Oh, Craig's. It was it was good. I love the sound that the bag made when it hit his face. So how's business at the Greg's, by the way? Are you selling pasties? Are they selling like hot cakes and stuff? Is everything going all right? Yeah, I can't I can't even bake them fast enough anymore. They just they, they're selling like hot cakes all the time. I can't even keep anything on the shelf. What's the most popular product that you're selling? Um, what is it that the people come in and like demand? Bread, just just bread. Bread. All the breads. All the breads. What's the best breads of the breads? Um, you know, just like the uh, the one nine two nine or riser two five two. I don't know. I've never oh. even been into Greg's before. I do they have like code names for all the bread? Yeah. Um, white, uh, granary, um, and brown. I believe are the code names. Brown. There's also double O seven. As well, it's very nice toasted. Uh, it has a license to grill. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow! Wow! Another cracking wow. joke uh, there. Thank you. Um, it was certainly, uh, certainly something, wasn't it? That was certainly something. Okay, here's the next one. Ethan Blackbeard asks. What is red and smells like blue paint? Red paint. Um, I guess. I guess so. I mean, well, it could... Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a can of worms, that one, Sips. Let's move on. It, it's too much. Oh, here's a good one. Diamond XX Eyes asks, "Who's your favorite comedian?" This is this is an easy one. What, who's your favorite comedian, Lewis? Oh, um, that's a hard one. That's a hard one to like answer. I don't know. I'm a huge fan of like um, like old school comedy, like BBC comedy. So like, um, Morecambe and Wise and the two Ronnies and stuff like that. But also. Um, the old Blackadder stuff, but I kind of, I don't know, I've been watching quite a lot of comedy lately, and I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of Bill Bailey, um, I watch a lot of QI, I listen to Radio 4, very boring answers. Simon? God, that, yeah, those were boring answers. Frankie Boyle, uh, that's very oh. good. Um, what if I just said, like, really awful, Jim Davidson, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I oh loved him god. on that snooker show, uh, Pop Black. No, it's that? only a game, so put up a real good fight. I'm gonna be snookering <laughs> you tonight. We can't use that because that's copyright Chaz and Dave. God, is uh, it? Oh no, it's not. Is it copyright yeah. Chaz and yeah. Dave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, maybe we could do like um, a remix. Cause that is a good song. That is a really good song. I'm a big fan of that. Chaz and Dave. Um, I wish I've they heard still Chaz had Dave, like, but I've never seen that before. Game shows like that on telly. I used to watch that so much as a kid. Um, big Break. It's it for people who don't know. It was a sort of a uh, a, 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 a sort of a. <sighs> You're getting like so excited. I know I'm getting excited, but I can't like vocalize my thoughts. It's like it was uh, kind uh, of. Uh, <laughs> It was a game show based around snooker, right? 
and there were like professionals, snooker oh. professionals, playing alongside ordinary people, and they had to answer snooker-related questions. They had to go and and do sort of try and repeat Jimmy White doing a trick shot, and John Virgo was there. It was just, it was just good. It was really good, wasn't it? Wasn't it good? It was good. It was, it was the good. best. It was good. Um, Robot Wars was good too back in the day. Robot Wars. Oh, is that the guy? Is that the guy from um, what's it called? Red Dwarf and uh, Takeshi's Castle. Is that Robot Wars? Yeah. Uh, uh, Charles Craig Charles. Craig Charles. And, yeah. Um, I think he was in EastEnders as well, wasn't he? Um, at some point. He was the cabbie. But then he took loads of crack and he lost his job. <laughs> Cor- Coronation Street. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah just laughs as if I'm like a massive noob. Oh my god. God, you're such a noob. Who didn't know that? What about Takeshi's Castle, though? That was like the best show. I don't know. I enjoyed it, but I always thought it was a bit kind of like cruel. Amazing? <laughs> no, come on. Cruel. I don't know. It's it's like it's a knockout, you know, but kind of more serious. <laughs> more serious. Yeah, I know. That's, that's the thing that I hated about Takeshi Castle. It was like, ah, I'm so serious all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Simon, you've been watching Hoarders lately, haven't you? Which is, like, horrible. It's amazing. It's a very, very formulaic show. It, I mean, it sort of opens up and you see, like, the wreckage of someone's house just full of crap, full of loads of boxes, clothes, dirty plates everywhere. And then it says, you know, oh, they could lose their children, they could lose their job, they could lose their house. Uh, in one case, a guy was going to go to prison if he didn't clean up his backyard. Nice. It's a bit excessive. Is it like Life of Grime? Remember that show? Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, but American and kind of better. Well, I don't think it is better because it doesn't have, like, John Peel or anyone doing the voiceover. Oh, yeah, it was John Peel. And then and then Bergerac took over after. Was it Bergerac? Really? Oh, my God. Wow. So that I didn't know. It's amazing. All right, so who's your favorite comedian? Um... Mine, I'm going to say mine's probably Jerry Seinfeld. I love that guy. I like him, and I, and I loved it when Larry David did stand-up, too. I, I think those guys are the funniest guys. But, um, you know, I'm from North America, so... Oh, my God, they're good answers. I probably appreciate them more than, like, British people would. Yeah, we don't really get American comedies. <laughs> no, Seinfeld, and yeah, God, that's good stuff good stuff i didn't really watch it till i was like 20 though so uh, i remember when it used to be on like it used to be on thursday nights like like the brand new like episode there used to be seinfeld new seinfeld new friends and new simpsons when simpsons was really good and those three shows like new episodes of them would be on back to back on thursday nights and like uh literally oh. like every city was just like a ghost town everybody wanted to be home and like watch them that's what oh, that's when the simpsons is really funny like old like the old Simpsons. Now it's just stupid. Yeah, it used to be really funny, didn't it? it? Used to be. What do you think happened? Was it us who aged, or was it the show just getting terrible? The earlier episodes of The Simpsons had like had like really good stories. They always had like they were really funny, but they always had some sort of like like moral at the end of them to tell. But like they would just like lace it mm. in like lots of jokes. Now they just think it's funny to like. You know, Homer goes to Japan like for no reason whatsoever, uh, and then just acts like he's like really stupid the whole time. 
and and that's supposed to be funny for like half an hour. I I don't know. I I just preferred yeah. it like a long time ago. Or maybe I just got like old. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Probably. All right. So that's that. I'm closing that one. God, we've done like so many questions. We're gonna run out soon. Okay. One more? Last one? Sure, let's do one more. Let's do this. Ah, oh, this is a good one. What song would you want to be played at your funeral? This is from Piotr Imkad. I can't pronounce that. I, I cannot pronounce that. But that's a good question. Piotr Imkad. Piotr. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. What song would you want playing at your funeral, was that? Yeah. Um, Simon? The one from uh, 2001, you know, Daisy Daisy. <laughs> Daisy Daisy, give me your answer to. I'm not, why are you burning me crazy? <laughs> like that. I think that would be good. That would be amazing. That would be good. That would be amazing. That would be a funeral I'd, I'd love to go to. Yeah, as your coffin was sort of, you know, wheeled into the into the hole where they cremate you. Um, what about like what about the monster mash? And like you could get you could get them to like hook you up to like some strings, and a guy like behind the the curtain where your casket is, and there could be some pulleys, and then they would start playing the monster mash, and then the dude behind the curtain could like pull you, and you would like get up in your coffin and start dancing. But like not fully. Oh my god! Just your horrible. torso and your arms. That's horrible. Your head would just like flop around. That'd be a sweet funeral, though. I was working in the lab late <laughs> one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. <laughs> and then you just like rise oh up. From they like, did the mash. <laughs> just waving my arms back. You did the forth. monster mash. The monster, and everyone in the Filipino audience sort of like sway in time. <laughs> yeah, oh that god. would be great. That would be the best funeral. What about you, Lewis? Oh, I don't think I can top <laughs> the monster mash. You probably just want some like Kid Rock or something. Lincoln Park. Just like like just blaring, crawling in my skin. Like everybody would just be like crying. Or happy, I don't know. I've become so numb. Yeah. There's there's enough songs about like Let the body set the know. floor. Let the body set <laughs> the floor. <laughs> I love that song. I don't know, it's just so enduring, that drowning pool. I don't know, it kind of just makes everything awesome. I remember the very first, like, um, YouTube video I watched um, had that in it. And it, it was like a it was like a kind of really early machine. It wasn't even World of Warcraft, it was like a game before that. And it was just like some people killing... I think it was like something like RuneScape. People killing people in RuneScape. And RuneScape graphics are like total shit, right? But with Drowning Pool <laughs> behind it, How it was just you. like the best thing ever. It was like, oh my god, this game looks amazing! So I played it for like five minutes and then I was like, this game sucks. So is that your answer to this then? You'd want Let the Bodies Hit the Floor? Drowning Pool. Yeah, I think that would be that would be fucking good, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be good.
Oh, man. What about, like, some Little Richard or something? Something, like, really upbeat. Tiptoe through the tulips. La, 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 <laughs> yeah, la, just, like, some la, random, like, la, kid, like, kids song started playing or something. That'd be pretty weird. Like the Sesame Street theme music or something. Time for Teddy Tubbies. Time for Teddy Tubbies. Oh, no. Oh, God. No. You, oh, yeah. When, when did that come out? That was, like, in the 90s, right? Yeah. All the best ideas oh, came out in the 90s. The Spice Girls. Um, Boyzone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Westlife. <laughs> uh, take that. Maybe they were the, uh, 80s. They were the 80s. They were, oh, yeah, they were the 90s. Uh, very early 90s, if they were. Oh, God, what actually were the 90s famous for? Grunge. Grunge was pretty popular in the 90s. I spent like 10 years in the 90s, from age 7 to 17. Yeah. Wow. And I can't really remember very much about them. Um, yeah, no, the 90s were good, though. They're, they're kind of like forgotten, though. Like, everybody remembers the 80s really well. But like, nothing, nothing like overly interesting happened in the 90s. But like, you know, tons of stuff did. But it just, uh, it, it's never remembered as fondly as the 80s for some reason. The 80s was, like, terrible. The 80s was amazing. I mean, the clothes people used to wear in the 80s were just, The glasses. Oh, the brown cars. I mean... The brown cars. My dad had a brown car. And, like, weird, like, leather shoes. High tops. Yeah. High top leather shoes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm glad that I was just, like, a kid in the 80s. Portable CD players, you know... Like really big discmans that you just carry yeah, around. <laughs> Remember, I got I got the first like MP3 player. It was a Creative MP3 player, and it was the size of a discman. It was it was gigantic. It had like a full hard drive in it, and it took six AA batteries, and literally they lasted for like an hour. It was it was disgusting. <laughs> it was just such a beast. Wow! And you could fit seven MP3s on it. Yeah. Pretty much. And you yeah. downloaded and- them off Kazaa. Yeah, um, and they were all like different, different oh bit God. rates and stuff. So like one would be like really quiet, so you'd have your volume turned all the way up. It took three hours to download. Yeah. Hey, that that's a good question. Do you remember the first MP3 you ever downloaded? Oh God, I think I went to download Hell? something and it wasn't what I, what I ended, what I expected it to be. It was like something else that was named that. Um, so I went to download like I don't know let's say Drowning Pool and it was like some kind of boy band instead I think it was like some Irish boy band oh no it was like Bewitched or something um that that oh god yeah I remember that and I remember trying to download like Zoolander one time and it was um it was like (laughs) it was like Army of the Damned or something instead did you watch it anyway or yeah yeah I did I downloaded the first MP3 I ever downloaded. My friend told me about Napster, and like I just couldn't believe it. I just thought it was like the, the most amazing thing ever. Like to think that I could just download any song I could think of, like to my computer in like ten minutes or whatever, however long it took oh. to download one MP3. And uh, no, Army of Damned, Army of Darkness. It was Army of Darkness that I got instead of Zoolander. That's, that's pretty good. Army of Darkness is good. 
I know, I mean, that was fucking amazing. I mean, it's better than Zoolander. It is far better than Zoolander. Simon might disagree. He quite likes Zoolander. <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't know about that. Zoolander. Oh, what? Yeah, it was amazing. Okay, yeah, so so I get Napster. And then, because um, my friend told me about it. And then the first thing I, I downloaded was You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer. Because I was so excited. I was so excited to... To just download anything. And um, I was pleased with the result, too. That, that's a great song. It's a really good song. What was the first song you downloaded, Simon? Tiptoes of the Traffic. <laughs> I've put that in your head now. Uh, that's it. You're screwed. I don't know if I can do the wavering voice thing, because my voice is a little bit fucked at the moment. Hmm. Probably can't do it. No. It's a bit like that. <laughs> that's amazing. Difficult to do. I think that's a lot better Very than how good. it was originally. Um, I don't think he did it that much. I think he was a little bit higher, though. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to strain myself. Yeah, be careful. You got to keep your, your, your voice in good nick. You've had trouble doing the recording lately, haven't you? It's because you've got a bit of cold. It's this bad mm. weather. It's got. It's, you're yeah. like Terry Wogan, you know. A harsh winter could, like like knocks you over for a few months. Yeah. You you lost your ass in Vietnam. You got that wooden ass now, and then every time it gets cold, it, like it like seizes up, and you can't do anything. Or maybe not an ass. A wooden ass that you have seizes a wooden up. Ass. <laughs> yeah, it just seizes up in the cold weather. Are we talking about an ass? Or are we talking about a donkey? Um, which of those did Simon get in Vietnam? And also, how did you get your ass blown off? I don't know why you'd bring a donkey back. It's, you just can't. I mean, shrapnel or something? I don't know. People lost many things in Vietnam. But would you need to replace the entire ass? Or would you have, like, a, a wooden plate? What, I mean, imagine just losing, like, one cheek. Like, they had to surgically remove, like, an entire, like, ass cheek. But, like, they oh. left the other one in place. That'd be pretty weird. Oh. It wouldn't be very surgical, the removal of an entire arse cheek. They probably had to do that with Darth Vader. And do you think they would give you, like, an implant on the other side? What if it just, like, got, like, infected or something and they just had to take it off? Your whole arse cheek got infected. An infected buttock. Just one, just one side, though. One, one cheek. The other cheek was, like, totally fine. So it got, it got really, like, swollen and red. Yeah. And... So, like, oh, yeah, and then if it was really swollen, you'd be sitting a bit lopsided because, like, it'd be too big. And then they'd surgically remove that side, and then it would be the mm -hmm. other way around if they didn't, if they mm. didn't like, give you... Maybe they'd just give you, like, a, like a silicone cheek or something. I don't know. A yeah, they, yeah, that's what they do these days. What they do is they, they take some skin from somewhere else, like, such as your face, maybe. Your love handles. And then they put that onto your... Ass where you lost skin, and then they'd put silicone in. Yeah, yeah they take, they just take some fat from your neck, and then they they put that <laughs> into your, into your ass. Yeah, I mean, if you lose like fat around your your neck, you know, they replace it with you know fat from your ass. So, I I would guess it was it would work the other way around too, for sure. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I mean, I I think I yeah, you are. You you're just as good as one. I mean, you, you seem to know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I I think I know what I'm talking about. All right, so um, that was like how many questions? That was like six, and then we we 
we asked more off the back of them. So actually, we've answered about like 53 questions. Just good going. Good going for one sitting. GG, well everyone. Good going. GG. Good going. Good job, good team. Going. GG. Good job. Well, there we are. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. And we will end this podcast with some deleted scenes from the Christmas Yog Pod, uh, which didn't make it into the last one. So, here you go. Okay, here's a good question. This question is from the underscore ginger kid underscore 14. XIV. Uh, dear Lewis and Simon and Hannah. Yeah. X. X. XIV. What, 14? Yeah. You mean? Um, but not spelled with the, the, the numbers, spelled with the Roman numerals. On the occasions where you feel your primal yeah. British urge too strong to resist and indulge yourself in a cream tea, do you generally place the jam on the scone first, followed by cream, or do you drown the scone in cream and add jam afterwards, or do you have some other method for eating your creamy, jammy scones in a cream tea? Simon? Okay. Now, I think there's there's a confusion here. This is probably someone who has never actually had a cream tea, but has just read about them, yeah. or you know, yeah. heard about them. The cream you get isn't the sort of cream that you add to coffee. Yeah. It's clotted cream, right? So it's a thick cream that is like um it's like yeah. whipped cream but yeah. even thicker and you put that on first and that goes on the scone first and then you add the jam on top of it it's not ve- it's not very complicated um i mean it's like peanut butter and jelly you put the peanut butter on first and then you add the jam you don't you know don't add the jam and then the peanut butter because that would just be messy and weird. It's all about yeah. Uh, however, You've got to have rules. Um, it does depend on the consistency of the cream because some. I mean, uh, the way I like to think of it is you, you treat the cream as butter. So instead of buttering your scone and then putting jam on it, you put cream on and then put jam on it. But sometimes the cream you get is actually very kind of lightweight and hard to spread. And I actually prefer to go butter and then jam and then cream. Butter, jam yeah, and yeah. cream. A very thin a very thin layer of butter. And then a sort of nice jammy layer. Oh my god, that's just too much, Lewis. Why add any butter at all then? Because the cr- if you can if you get very, very thin whipped cream, it, it, it doesn't do enough in terms of the uh, it doesn't make the scone buttery enough. But uh, but a nice thick whipped cream will will cause you to not need butter. Right. You're saying that you you need you need moisture or or something. Yes. You don't use it as like a um like an agent to hold together the next thing no. that you're adding to the scone. It's it's one of those problems is is that if you add if you make a sandwich and you add a lot of salad, the salad will just fall out because there's nothing holding it in the sandwich. Ah, uh, which is why I like to add clotted cream uh, into. <laughs> do you? I mean, do you put the lid back on the scone after you've made your scone, or do you eat the two halves of the scone separately? It's very dangerous if you attempt to eat a scone with filling inside. Making a scone sandwich, it's it's frowned upon. The Queen doesn't do it, certainly. No, Her Majesty the Queen, Royal Highness of the Empire and of the Englands. 
She, that's her official title. I feel like we need to address these these things because you could see see amateurs making a terrible mess, uh, putting their foot right in it, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. up the jacksy of the scone, and completely mm. causing a terrible ruckus, an unsightly mess. I mean, there's a lot of noobs out there who don't know how to eat scones properly, and they. They need to be educated, lest they be owned by the scone. Sconed. We look to. They look to us for advice. I mean, do you? I mean, how does also? I mean, the the tea is an important one as well. How do you do the tea? If the queen mm. did come, for example, if the queen came right now, yeah. knocks on our door, I open the door, she says, "Hello, I am the queen." But is very hungry. Do you have anything to eat? Uh, yes, uh, you're expected, Your Majesty. Please come in. Uh, f- come with me through to the dining room. Thought you'd never ask. Thank you. Sit once, royal Hello? buttocks down in this comfortable chair. And I will... Did you just say the buttocks were <laughs> to one's face? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh so anyway... If I was to bring the Queen this wonderful, delicious cream tea, what would be the, the optimum requirements mm. for the tea, Simon? Well, it it needs to be... First of all, you, the table needs to be laid, okay? Okay. Because it hasn't got any in a very long time, and it's very tense. <laughs> and... Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> that just came out of nowhere. Wow. <laughs> Uh, what? It's funny how that just came into my head, and once, <laughs> so you, <laughs> so you need a tablecloth. You need a nice, freshly laundered and uh, starched tablecloth mm-hmm. on there. Ironed, uh, floral print, yes. frills around it, lace. Yeah, pressed, not ironed. Um, yes, and also, of course, this is a mahogany table, wooden table, no, you know, mm-hmm. cheap. Mm-hmm. One sort of mm-hmm. single leg, mm-hmm. you know, not, mm-hmm. not, not like a big four, mm-hmm. four-leg four table, mm-hmm. a single leg. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A comfy upholstered mm-hmm. chair with probable floral, yes. p- floral print, pink and gold stitching. And it needs like a lace doily thing. So she can rest her head yep. against the back of the chair without thinking that she might get chair germs. Yeah. There'll be a lace doily on the back of the chair, but there will also be lace doilies on the table, circular doilies. Yeah, and on the arms of the chair. Yeah. And on the floor yep. where her feet are going to be. Yes. And on her knees. Yes. Uh, strapped on like yep. knee pads and yep. her elbows too. Yeah. Basically, the queen is going to be covered in doilies yes. to protect her yes. from uh, the germs. Her Majesty the Queen, she always wear doilies all over her body. She would look like Lady Gaga, wouldn't she? <laughs> <laughs> so the queen dressed up with lace all over her. Simon, you're dressed up mm. in a tuxedo, full tuxedo. Um, Am I? Bow tie. Oh right, in in this this bit, yeah, okay. You're yeah. the the waiter, and uh, you're going to be bringing her cream tea. So go through the rigmarole of of making preparing the tea and serving it and everything. Okay, well, the china that you use is very important. Um, so it needs to be a nice a nice crockery set, and a, a china teapot. 
Um, you, only the best tea as well. Mm -hmm. PG tips, right? <laughs> None of that Tetley crap. PG tips. The finest tea. You, what you want to do is you want to put in, if it's just a queen herself, by her, by her own, mm -hmm. who's having tea, you put in two tea bags into the teapot. A big yellow one she likes. Does she? So you put tea, two tea bags in there, and you, you swirl them around a bit, and you leave it to stew with, um, because stew knows how to make tea. He's very good at that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, so is the is the big yellow teapot Royal Dalton? Is it is it a sort of a make of of China commissioned sure. by the Queen? It's um, it's uh, it's Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton played James Bond. Timothy Dalton's own brand. Royal commission. Royal Royal Dalton. Yeah. And um, I want a cup of I want a teapot made by James Bond. That's, that's what, what she, she said. said. Okay. On Her Majesty's Secret Service was playing. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to keep repeating it so you get it. Uh, and sorry, so is is this is the teapot got a, a cosy on it? Um, a knitted cosy. Uh, it's got a cosy, a cosy what? A tea cosy, a tea cosy on it to keep the teapot warm. Yeah, it's got one of those. It's um, it's like a Mr. Blobby one she's got on there. Okay. From Noel's House Party. Okay. The BBC Saturday evening family entertainment show hosted by Noel Edmonds uh, set in the, the small town of Crinkly Bottom. Where she had that for a long time. Did Noel send that to her? So, yeah, she has a nice cup of tea in a nice china cup. She likes to drink it with uh, her little finger sticking out. She sort of makes like... It's like a devil's sign that she makes. She picks up the tea cup with her, like, forefinger and thumb, and her little finger is sticking out, and it looks like she's making sort of a devil sign. Oh. I see. And she sips the tea. From her... Her Timothy Dalton China China cup. Oh, it's a lovely cup of tea. Hello, it's it's. Oh my God, the Queen's turned into like a female Griswold. That is terrifying. Oh my God, what is going on? He's taking over. He's taking over your personality. I'm enjoying this cup of tea. What are you doing, the Queen? <laughs> no. How are the scones, the butter, the jam, the cream? Uh, the milk all served. Mm. I mean, how do you do? You pour it f on a plate. Do you pour it for her? I mean, is it on one of those cake trays? You know, with the multiple layers, silver. Is, does the tea come? I mean, what's the tea service? Is it a metal tray or a a, a, a plastic tray with Mr. Blobby on it? It's a full service with a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> The Queen insists upon a full tea service with a happy ending. Okay, good. Uh, it's good to know. The happy ending is one of those... It's like a little chocolate mint. Oh, I see. End. It does yeah. sound like a brand of um, of chocolate mint, happy ending. We should make that. We should mm. do that. We should do <laughs> our own brand of, of mints called happy endings. Yeah, sure. Let's get on that. Well, there you go. 
so you know how much would this set back the queen you know in in let's say you're you're in the ritz or somewhere how much would a cream tea how much would be a reasonable price to pay for this this wonderful service about two pound fifty okay I think it's a fair price. That sounds that sounds reasonable to me. And well, it's it's quite a good price because you can just leave an extra fifty p okay. as a tip, so you round it up to three quid. Does the queen carry um, change in her, in her purse, or would she have to write a check for that? The queen. It's famously said that the queen never carries money around with her, but that's actually not true. It's a rumor. It's it's misinformation that's spread so that the queen doesn't get mugged. Right. Uh, she does actually carry Murray. Murray. She carries Murray. Murray and around. He is the he is yep. the protector of her money. Okay. She carries a little Murray Walker, and he's I have your change right here. <laughs> and he carries the money for her. Little oh, Murray goodness. Walker. Yeah. And um. And it's go well, go to- go. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Murray. Amazing. Oh, good. So, yeah, the Queen does carry money, um, but not to spend. Right. 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 Because the Queen, she doesn't have to carry any form of ID, like a driver's license or a passport. She just shows them, like, a £5 note. And she says, This is me here! Who the fuck do you think I was? Lady Gaga! And of course she's wearing all the lace doilies all over her face. Yeah. Uh, and then she gets bundled into the back of a panda car and driven off. Back to the yeah. palace. Yeah. If you're the Queen of England, I'm the Queen of Sheba. That's what the police officer says. Well. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay. Poor um, HRH. You've just listened to the 40th episode of The Yog Pod, which was produced by the Yogs cast and starred Simon Lane, Lewis Brindley, and Sips. The music you're listening to is written and produced by me, Sparkles, who also had the task of editing this bollocks together. I'm now going to go and sleep off a hangover. Bye! Do you want me to get Sparkles to edit this, Sips? Who?